Hi beautiful people and welcome to another episode of my sharings and it's been a while. Today is the first day in the month of March and the sun is shining and we have a beautiful day in Stockholm. All the snow is gone and you know the trees already have little tiny tiny leaves on it so it's extremely beautiful and uh, today I felt you know I always do I do this podcast when I have an insight on when I feel I have something to say and I I I haven't had anything to say for a few months but all of a sudden I had this week last week where I was giving like so many insights You know how you sometimes feel like you crack the code to life. We are in this life, you know, I constantly wonder what's the point, you know, what's the meaning of it all. And I think that is the biggest question to be human is we wonder why are we here? What's the point? What's the meaning? I don't think there is any human being who doesn't ask that question at least once in their life. And then there are many of us who ask it a lot and wonder, what is the meaning of life, you know? I'm not going to tell you what the meaning of life is because I am absolutely clueless. Uh, Some people say it's to be, you know, have as uh, a good time as possible as we can. Other people say to do as much good as we can, Uh, you know, to bring children, to, to, you know, see that we continue to develop as a race or... You know, or that we should keep growing until we die. Or I mean, there's so many. Um, some people are very religious. They talk, it's just God, you know, all about God and the meaning, you know, the bigger picture. And um, I am, you know, sometimes I feel completely right. I feel like I got it. You know, I, I, I know the meaning of life is to feel or to be just as I am right now. And then I wake up the next morning and it's something else. So that can't be the meaning of life. I don't think enlightenment is the meaning of life. I think there are so few of us who reach enlightenment, so it can't be the meaning of life because that's so unfair. It's like (laughs) that it's impossible. We can't put that, you know, as a goal. Uh, I don't. I don't believe in that unfairness. You know, uh, I strongly believe that to be me is the meaning within my life, and that is what I want to talk to you about um, today. It's around self-esteem, self-confidence, self-love, and uh, I w- want to go back to the beginning. Uh, when I began therapy like 15, 16 years ago, when I began to work on myself, when I realized that not all people, you know, are have the same childhood, the same upbringing, that some of us are in a way worse off or better off. And what's defining that? And to realize that this, you know, what we are born into our family, our mother and father, the way we are received and loved and, uh, you know, welcomed, cared for, nurtured, that is so important. 
And this, I think most people know. I didn't know that like 15 years ago. Up until then, I always wonder what's wrong with me. Why am I as I am? What's wrong with me? I was constantly comparing to other people who wasn't as insecure as I was, who, you know, had the self-confidence, the self-esteem, who could treat themselves, you know, always in a good way. And I just wonder what's wrong with me. And then when I realized that, okay, what happened to me when I was a child, that affected me and it still affects me. It still has an impact on me because somehow my brain developed differently, you know, my emotional resilience developed differently, my sensitivity, lots of things, you know, my fear. And there are so many things that, you know, are put in place or not in place, slightly to the left or right when we were kids, depending on how safe and loved and secure and nurtured and cared for we were those first crucial years and some say that it's even you know the the older we are when trauma hits us Gabor Mate says that that of course it's different if it's like an infant who's severely traumatized or if it's a five-year-old because the five-year-old has built up something already, has more resilience, is sturdier, you know, has more of an immune system to life. But a tiny infant who is traumatized has no, you know, no security, not even a shell, you know, no no protection at all, no layers of protection. So anyhow, I, up until I was like 30 Eight thirty-nine. I thought I, I am the problem. You know, it's all about me. And then I began to go and do groups and go to therapy, and I realized that okay, there are many, 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 many people who are like me, or who has the same consequences and the same fears and the same insecurities. You know, or equal or you know we feel each other and then there are people who are so self-secure their self-esteem and their self-confidence is so mega mega high and they scare me so much especially people who have this really high level of self-esteem I get so intimidated and I of course compared a lot and I began to compare childhoods too And I began to compare that. That is so strange. You know, his childhood was much, much, much worse than mine. And he's, he, he loves himself more than I do anyway. That's so weird. It, it's still wrong. I'm still the error, you know. So I kept looking in a way for, for proof that I was the error, that I was the faulty one, you know, that it was all about me completely self-centered. And then I kept, you know, in a way, begin to do more groups, more therapy. And I got this idea that, okay, I can heal myself. If I keep working on myself, if I just keep working hard enough, if I do more therapy, if I 
stop this or begin with that practice if I do this and that and eventually one day I will be whole again I will be healed everything that happened to me in my childhood or in my you know earlier in my life would kind of be you know reset I would start over again on square one whole I would have this feeling of being born into the, you know, loving, caring, nurturing family and be protected and held and welcome and just feel like, wow, life is just beautiful. And then I will continue to live on that, from that platform. And, and I don't know, when I, when I say this, <laughs> when I say this, it's like, I'm not kidding, but I had this illusion like a week ago, <laughs> it feels so stupid, it's really like, but I had this idea that I would become like, you know, perfect, newborn, whole, and like the, the past, whatever happened to me that was, you know, traumatic and a disaster, would kind of be like, I would be sealed, all my little, you know, holes inside, they would be kind of, you know, yeah, all uh, sealed and I would be solid. And and it's just a week ago when I thought that day is going to come. And some days I feel it, some days I'm so at peace, you know, anything can happen, I'm so at peace and I think like, I got it, okay, I'm on my way, I'm getting that. I'm getting there slowly, one day at a time. I'm getting there to square one again, where everything is perfect. And, and, and no, I feel I feel so stupid. I don't know. It's really like I feel so 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 stupid. And then last week, I I don't know why I had this major you know insight that I just. I think it was, I, I have a, a very different Miriam and she is like one of the, you know, one of the people I consider to be quite whole, you know, not holy, but whole. She hasn't all this, she has a high self-esteem and she's very solid and she has a high self-confidence and she's, you know, uh, s such skills when it comes to, to be social, you know where I feel I'm much more of an introvert and I feel sometimes I'm socially handicapped. But I feel like she's like, oh, you know, I could put her on a pedestal and say she's my role model, you know. The ease, which, how she talks to people she doesn't know and how she networks and so on. And, well, wow, I just, and I love her. And the good thing is that I... When I didn't know her, I compared myself to her. Now I know her and I have her as my best friend. I'm so grateful that we are so different, that we complement each other, that we have this yin and yang, you know, sides, that she's an extrovert, I'm an introvert. And I'm beginning to realize, okay, and when I look at her and I feel like, okay, she is what she is. And she has good days and bad days too, of course. It's not like she just has this solid level of everything all the time. But but when, when we hang out, anyhow, uh, I begin to take myself out of my comfort zone and hang out with people who I feel have this, 
you know, high self-esteem or really kind of in a way socially successful and so on. People that I would normally avoid because they would make me, I would make myself feel small together with them. And I realized that they're not so dangerous. They're actually very kind and um, very, very, you know, they have so much wisdom, so much to share. And it's not, you know, the inside is not always what I perceive it to be until I get to know them. So I began to take a little step here and there, you know, to connect with people. And then I realized that, okay, if I am going to wait until my self-esteem is on this square one level, the perfect level, if my level of self-love and self-confidence, self-esteem is that perfect, as if I was newborn into the perfect family, I am going to wait forever. It's going to be a constant wait for me. And I realized it's not going to happen. And I don't feel like, oh, don't say it's not going to happen because then you will jinx it. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's, like, it's not going to happen. I'm 53 years old. And to have this illusion that I'm going to be as whole as when I was newborn and that I'm going to be reborn into a family receiving me like in a different way when I'm 53 or 60 or 75 or whatever. It's like, and I just woke up that morning, I said, hey, Shama, the level of self-esteem you have today, that's the level of self-esteem you have today. You know, as much as you love yourself today, that's as much as you love yourself today. And I'm like, okay, so it's not, not anymore. And it's not, it's not any less. It's just like, is it gonna, is it gonna get better during the day? And I'm like, that we don't know. That's like everything that's coming from this moment we are absolutely clueless about. It may change, it may not change, but what you have right now at this moment, that's what you're waking up with. Deal with it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Sometimes, you know, it's like my brain has conversations with myself, inside or out myself. I don't know if I'm talking to myself or not, but it's like a conversation. And I just woke up, you know, like this, and I, I pulled up the curtains and said, okay, what the fuck? The sun is shining. I feel super low. Fuck, fuck, fuck. It would have been so much better if it was raining. And... I hear this voice again, okay, the level of joy that you have today is obviously the level of joy you have today, no more and no less. And I'm like, okay, is it going to get better that we don't know? Okay. And I just went out, you know, took my breakfast and I, I sat there and I realized, okay, so today I feel a bit like a loser Okay, that's how it is today. Is it going to stay that way the whole day? I don't know. But that's what it's like at this moment. Okay. So are we well, what are we going to do about it? And I just felt we're not going to do anything about it. We're just going to see, okay. 
This is the weather report today. We have this today. Self-esteem, joy, happiness, you know, sunshine. And we have all the plants and we have self-confidence this much, 30%, you know. And it was like everything just like, okay. It was like pieces in a puzzle coming to place and where I could see my, my emotional puzzle like like literally a jigsaw puzzle where I see that the, the piece joy is this big today and the piece self-esteem is this small and the piece unhappiness is this big and the piece, you know. And I just felt like, wow, these are floating pieces. These are magical pieces. And they shrink and they become bigger, they change color, they became bright yellow or they became like vanilla pale yellow. And I just felt like, wow, what I have right now is what I have right now. Nothing less, nothing else. It's just, it is what it is. And that made me, you know, in this, where I felt like you, you are so stupid. <laughs> like, and I am, I am really, I, I feel almost ashamed to say I'm 53 years old and I'm waiting to be reborn as a whole person. Instead of being this, you know, cut into pieces, beautiful, colorful jigsaw puzzle that I am with these magical pieces that are growing and shrinking and that change, swap places with each other in every day. The puzzle is complete. Every day the puzzle is complete. Some days the, the, the black piece is a bit bigger. Some days the red piece is enormous. You know, some t- days the green piece is just purely almost not visible. And I realized that this is so amazing. Do I need to change it? Do I need to, you know, adjust? Do I need to really pick up a saw and, you know, change the pieces? Do I need to think, sit there and contemplate what kind of tools do I need to utilize today to change this puzzle? And if I do that, will the pieces fit? If I would cut the black one in half... Would the yellow one grow and fill up the space in the black one? Or would it be a hole there? What's in that hole if I do that? And I just realized that, hey, this is not for me to, to, you know, what do you say, engage in. Just accept it. Just accept, wake up and accept and say, okay, this is today. This is how it is today. Okay. If I feel I can't take it, whatever it is, if it's just too much for me, if I feel like depression is kind of challenging me or something, then I can take action. But if it's like a normal day, you know, like I have my normal days almost every day, do I need to do much then to accept? And do I need to compare myself to my friends or um, you know, people that I see on social media or I meet on the street? Do I need to check in with them and and kind of put the label like, okay, self-esteem, 70%, uh, joy, 90%. Fuck, fuck, how does she do it? 
I don't need to, I can just relax. I spent quite a lot of time trying to measure. <laughs> Kid. So I so I feel so I feel so stupid, but it's true. I actually kind of mentally measured other people's self-esteem and level of joy and happiness. <laughs> this so this this so oh, and I feel okay. I come to the second. No, I'm going to come back to this. Uh, no, maybe I take this now. You know, when these thoughts hit you. Like you feel like a loser. I mean, how to increase the level of self-love and self-esteem for for that matter if if you just accept it? You know, okay, I'm low, accept. I'm high, accept. How how you know how to love yourself through this? How to kind of in a sneaky way, but totally unsneaky way, anyhow feel kind of great. Whatever, you know, however the puzzle looks today. It's like, I realized that when when I crack this code, because this is the code for me, I'm not saying that this will be the same for you, but this is like, my total insight is like, so when this thought comes like, oh, you don't have a life, you know, you know, you know, what, are, what do you even do on your days? I mean, how come uh, this this hand of yours is not healing? Why you're doing something you shouldn't have done this and that? And then <clears throat> I just feel like immediately someone comes. It's always on my right side. Then comes like a big mother figure saying, "Hey, it's okay. It's okay. You feel like a loser today. It's okay. You got your reasons." We know that, and it's okay. And it's really like cuddling and like, it's okay, baby. You, I feel you. I, I do. I see you. So when my negativity, if that piece of the puzzle is kind of big today, then there is like this mother figure that comes in and says, but it's okay. It's okay. So I don't know if that... But it's been like that for a while, actually, that whenever my negative thoughts hit, when they come, then there is another voice. Because I know, we know the inner critic or the judge, you know, when it comes. But I have this inner mother, too. And she, or, yeah, I think it's a she, she's so much bigger than the judge or the critic, so she is like immediately there cuddling me. Immediately. So when these, you know, negative thoughts hit us or when we feel we want to do or we do self-destructive things, cuddle ourselves. Instead of blaming, instead of going into this, you know, why did you do that and who are you to think you could do that and so on, cuddle yourself. And I'm going to come to to the next, uh, why do I talk about this? Because I was invited last um, yesterday to an event. Um, I've been invited to, to collaborate with an, um, an underwear brand uh, called Understatement. And it's 
It's two Swedish uh, girls. They're lovely. And they asked if I wanted to be like an influencer for them. And I got like so uh, flattered and in a way ashamed, like, who am I? Why should I? And, and then I was thinking, okay, but they asked me. I didn't ask them. They asked me. And I'm like, okay. So I had to kind of convince myself they asked me, okay. So it's okay. They want this. They see something that I don't do, but okay. So I've been, in a way, you know, in my head dealing with this a bit. And I'm thinking that, okay, to be a person with the low self-esteem that I have and to do these things that I feel are super challenging, it's like a gigantic leap of courage. It's not like if you are a person with super high self-esteem and someone asks, do you want to be featured in this magazine? And you say, yeah, of course. That's not a biggie, I assume. That's maybe something you expect, I don't know. But for me, it always comes like, no, I can't do that. And then I do it. And I've realized that to be a person with low self-esteem and to put yourself out there, to not hide and to do things that you're not comfortable with, that is so much. And just doing that, I've realized that that raises my self-esteem. That in itself elevates my self-love. And when my thoughts, you know, come in, who are you and why and, and what about your belly and uh, this and that, and then this mothering quality comes in and says, it's okay, it's okay, I feel you, I see you, but now we're going to do this anyway, okay? We're not going to shrink we're going to do this anyway. Okay. So it's like I have this, as you, as you understand, I have this constant conversation in my head and with my dogs, of course. Uh, Emily, my, my bonus daughter, she always asks me, are you talking to me? And I'm like, no, I'm talking to myself or to the dogs. Sometimes I, I speak with her, of course. Anyhow, so I've come to realize that to be a person who is a bit introverted, you know, uh, shy, and to, to take steps is actually building my self-esteem. To put myself out there is actually growing this piece in the puzzle a little without me struggling to grow it. It's just that taking myself a bit outside of my comfort zone with the help of this supporting mother quality in me who says, it's okay, you can do it, they asked you, it will be okay, you know. They probably like your belly since they asked you because they know how it looks. And I'm like, okay, okay. So at times I feel like a small child, really, totally, totally. I feel like a small child quite often. And I enjoy it because it's me mothering myself, cuddling myself. And that makes this self-esteem piece in the puzzle grow a little. And I realized one thing. This is like my third insight. I have three insights. I'm going to repeat them to you. Now it's more of a storytelling. And uh, yesterday... I was pretty concerned about the photo shoot yesterday. 
you know, self-centered and um, a bit worried and nervous and so on. And then I come to this beautiful house. Uh, the photographer, she had this beautiful house. And we came there. And the other, you know, models or influencers came. And one after one, you know, young girls, all with very beautiful, all with black hair. I'm not talking brownish or, you know, blonde or... I'm talking black hair, everyone. And there are like 30 maximum, between 20 and 30. And it's, and me. And I, I just, I spoke to, to my friend Mia, who's the makeup artist, she's amazing. And I said, Mia, all this, all this insecurity that I came here with, I've just realized that to be in this diverse group for me, there's nothing, I can't compare myself to anyone here because I am 50 plus and they are 30 minus. They are young with everyone as, you know, pitch black, dark hair and I am grayish, blonde, you know, 20 years older than they are. And I just felt like, hey, I'm a minority. I'm unique here. And then I was like, yeah, but everyone is unique here. We are all unique. And this is, this is the first, this is the first setting, the first group. This it sounds maybe then you can relate and see how extremely Swedish I am. This is the first group in my life where I am the minority. When everyone else has a foreign, you know, um, not non-Swedish origin in a way, and me. And I feel like in this beautiful setting of these women, I just felt just as unique as they as I felt they were. There was nothing to compare to. It was like I was a bike and someone was a, a lamp and someone was, a, a, you know, um, a TV. And it's like, how do you compare a TV and a bike and a lamp? <laughs> There's nothing to, you know, your eyes, your brain, They, everything was just like put aside. And I felt wow, there is something with diversity. There is something to be one of several different flowers. There is something about not being homogen, you know, uh, not being mainstream, not copying everyone else, not dressing as everyone else, not having your hair as everyone else. You know, there is something that to embrace the uniqueness in me that is absolutely, you know, my self-esteem shut, you know, to the, the roof. And how did I sense that? I felt completely calm. I entered a level of peace and joy. And I just felt like, wow, everyone is so kind, so beautiful, so amazing. And, you know, 
the whole setting and it changed because everything was in my head this insecurity i realized this it's all in my head and when i came into this setting when i realized that okay here we are we are like we are so different we are so unique and what does it matter if i'm 53 a bit shy you know gray hair whatever a mother to four loving dogs and someone else is a is a rock star uh, you know full of piercings and uh, tattoos and super cool and in the media all the time and what does it matter like I just felt like okay we all have our different qualities purposes meanings levels of our puzzles you know they are totally unique and there's you can't put your puzzle you can't make any of your pieces fit into my puzzle i can't squeeze in any of my pieces into your puzzle and maybe that's what we're trying to do all the time i'm trying to you know you know i've tried to make my puzzle to become like a big yellow round sun like one piece around like a ball or a sun or a moon <laughs> and that's going to be me forever and I'm going to be so solid and peaceful and happy and joyous okay do you know what an illusion I think I would need to just stop functioning right now for that too I don't know you know and I realized that my puzzle is an amazing, magical puzzle where the pieces are floating and the puzzle becomes, you know, big and it takes over the whole, you know, neighborhood I live in. Or when it becomes, it shrinks, it becomes so tiny that it can fit, you know, inside a bubble in my glass of water. And I realized that the pieces, they change color and they are transparent and they are glowing and they are different and they are totally blue one day or they totally brown one day or yellowish or and I just realized that this is it's just the full acceptance of what we are what I am to really really see all the colors in me and to realize that okay that's what it is today that's just the weather you know that just the emotions and the feelings and, you know, all the fluff about it. And to strive for some, something else, you know. It's like for a TV to, to try to become a tree. It's just stupid. And I got it so clearly yesterday when I saw myself with all these women. I was like, okay, God gave me this gave me this setting so I could really, really have it so super, super clear that to compare myself to other people is absolutely, absolutely nonsense. Because we are different. We are, you know, it's not like to strive for, to be something else. Oi. 
I think I need to finish. Can you hear this? Yeah, they are building in my house. They've been drilling for three months. So I think it's going to be super, super worse soon. Um, I hope this makes sense to you. I really hope that something that, because I really felt I want to share this with you. So uh, I have three insights. To accept the status, you know, that we are in today. To stop striving for more or better. It is what it is. And to realize that tomorrow is going to be something else. And to change what is, is like... And when I see the metaphor with my jigsaw puzzle, to try to, to take up a tool and try to cut some piece off to make it fit differently or make some other piece expand, you know, it's so stupid. Today I have what I have today. And tomorrow it may be different. And if I have negative thoughts, now insight number two, if I have a lot of negative thoughts that I should be different, why has she got this and I haven't, why do I feel this insecure, etc., etc., let this mothering quality come in and cuddle you, really, really cuddle you and say, hey, baby, I feel you, I see you. I kind of love myself when I'm this cozy, sweet you know, really, oh, I love you so much. I'm going to take care of you. Okay, I feel you. What do you want? Do you want to paint? Or do you want to have a semla, maybe? What do you need? Do you want to just lie in, in the sofa and cuddle with Charlie? Or do you want to run, maybe? you want to call a friend? What do you want to do? Okay. And I love having these little small talks with myself. And that too is getting better and better. In the beginning, 15 years ago in therapy, it was like a struggle to talk to my inner child. It was like, what the fuck? I don't have an inner child. That's so stupid, I'm an adult. And now I'm like, hey, I'm hanging out with this kid all the time. And sometimes she's three, sometimes she's 14, sometimes she's 27, sometimes like... A week ago, she was 35, and I laughed, and I said, hey, it's never going to go back to when you were born. Just, <laughs> you got to get it, okay? So cuddle with yourself. Mother yourself. Be super, super cozy, gentle when you feel that this dark piece in your puzzle, it's a big, bit big. And then you will feel that your self-esteem and self-love will increase a bit that I think. Then the third inside is to hang out, to, to add more diversity. I grew up only with Swedish people, born Sweden, you know, born, raised, inheritance Swedish, everyone is more or less blonde, you know, see, you know, we look the same, we have the same fashion, taste, and the same hair, da-da-da-da-da-da. So easy to compare yourself, so easy. So to hang out in diversity, to put yourself out there and to see that, okay, I don't want to be a bike, do I want to be a green bike standing next to 20 other green bikes? Or do, do I want to be, you know, uh, a red flower hanging out? 
with the green bikes or whatever, you know. And I realized that, okay, I don't have to change myself to be that. I can just, you know, hang out a bit more outside my comfort zone. And realize that everyone is unique because I need to feel my feed myself with this uniqueness. And I need to mirror myself. You know, if you constantly, it's like you have a twin sister and you look at her all the time. All you see is you. And we have that twin sister or brother in the mirror all, all the time. And if we keep, you know, begin to hang out, do different things, you know, um, a person uh, I talked to yesterday said that this to hang out with other ages, younger people, elder people, to mix and match, you know, to, to make, make fashion out of people's uniqueness and to realize there's nothing to compare. There's no need to compare. There's nothing to compare because it, it isn't. And we people are just like a, a, a pillow and a, you know, a book. Just to, to realize that our uniqueness is something that I think that is really, really good for us to, to get a grip on more. For me, to me yesterday, I really felt that that raised my level of self-confidence, self-esteem so much to realize, hey, Shama, you are unique in your own way. You can be soft and quiet and have gray hair and, uh, you know, belly that gave birth, you know, carried four kids. Uh, you, you hear that my belly is an issue, right? And then I can feel like, how can that be an issue? My mothering qualities come in and they say immediately, hey, you are four beautiful babies. We're inside that belly. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing that this tiny person you are carried four human beings? One after the other. Isn't that amazing? And you sometimes wish it didn't show, that you had no proof of it. It's like, hey, you are so stupid. And I'm like, hey. So you rather wish that there was no proof that you gave birth to these children than that you're walking around with this. You're walking around a living proof of this beauty, you know, this amazing happenings that actually happened four times. And I'm like, okay, can you hear, can you feel me how that mothering quality immediately comes in when I'm destructive, self-destructive? It comes and it brings me back into, okay, I'm an, okay, of course, of course, I'd rather have that my belly showed that you know, they were here. I, I can say that I would never, 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 ever do anything to change that fact. So, so this critical eye is, you know, it's like this mothering. The critical eye is still there. It's not like I push and say, hey, you shouldn't be that mean to yourself. Don't. Why do you attack that belly? It's not that. 
because the critical eye has also its reasons, you know. That critical eye is also the little child that wants to be loved, that feels that if I was a little bit more perfect, a little bit better, a little bit more beautiful, and so on, so on. You know, also comparing why do other women, they don't have this, you know, stretch marks and so on, and, and I can feel like, hey, it's okay. It's okay to be... It's okay to be self-destructive and have this critical eye too. It's okay. I feel you. I totally understand. Do you want a semla? <laughs> it's like, that's my, my solution to everything these days. We have like a few months when we eat semlor in Sweden. They are so delicious. It's like a big bun with cream and marzipan. I think I spoke about that before. It's so delicious. It's the solution to everything. Or a dog. Okay, so do you have this now? Accept the level of self-love, self-esteem, self-confidence that we have. That's what I have today. And it's daily fresh. It's everyday new. And we have no idea where it's going. It's a piece of a puzzle, a big puzzle of emotions and feelings and, you know, Number two, when negative thoughts come, critical eyes and so on, cuddle yourself. Be super mothering. You can, you can, you know, as you cuddle your dog or your child, it's so cozy and nice. And number three, diversity. Embrace your uniqueness. If, and if you can't see your uniqueness as I, you know, because I... I, m- my circles are too much like me, then step outside your comfort zone. Step outside your circles. Go hang out in the hoods, you know. Go meet some other people. Change, you know, so you see, so you invite more diversity into your life so you can see your own uniqueness better. Because I think that is so important. This whole fashion industry and the beauty trends, everything wants us to follow a trend and be the same. We're not. And to follow people, influencers, and look up to people and want to become someone else, we're not going that way. We're going to embrace our uniqueness and cultivate that because it elevates our self-esteem and self-love so much. Okay. I love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. And um, yes, I hope to publish an episode again soon, but we don't know. If you have a topic that you would like me to talk about, but normally I only talk about something that I feel like talking about, but you don't know, maybe I will feel like talking about your topic. You can send me a DM on Instagram or you can send me an email I love to receive your emails, shamaperson, double S in person, at gmail.com. Shamaperson at gmail.com. And um, I hope and wish you all have a beautiful, beautiful day with your own special, unique puzzle. Puss. Puss.